dude yo i got so b and i went to walgreens yesterday and um they're not enforcing the mask thing anymore and so we didn't have one on like neither of us had one on and uh we're checking out and this lady comes up behind us and uh like we're like we already checked out we're just like getting our stuff together and and we're about to walk away from the register and this lady behind us like kind of we kind of turn around and dude she's like fucking scowling at us like she's got her mask on and everything and she's she's like talking shit dude she starts saying um that uh like she's just saying how disrespectful we are because we don't have masks on and i'm looking at this bitch and she's got there's no ppe involved here there's no personal protective equipment that actually works like when you put a little cloth thing over your face was it a homemade mask or was it a, a certified one no that's what i'm saying it's not personal protective equipment it's just a cloth thing if when you put that on your face it's not but, but it's not doing have? anything just like one of those cloth okay. things like, you, i don't know everyone's like sewing them up you're essentially them stopping your talking spit like when you get excited or you're just well hydrated and you start talking enthusiastically yeah it generally kind of spits a little bit you don't really see it for sure but that's like a big thing in people's minds yeah you know justifiably um for COVID-19 now if Walgreens doesn't have the policy why isn't she taking it up with them that makes no sense did you tell her that Dude, I, I just kind of walked away, like, just kind of laughing. Like, I just thought it was funny. But she was getting so upset. And the ridiculous thing is that when you, yes, you're stopping, like, spit globules. That's, that's, yeah. But outside of that, there's no filtration going on. There's no, like, the, the breathing air that you're breathing through the mask if you have a mask that you can breathe through, it's not really doing anything but stopping large particles from shooting out of your mouth. It's not, like, there's there's no filtration involved. So, I'm totally, I, you know, people can do what they want, and they can, whatever makes them feel good, for sure, like, do it, but <laughs> it's just hilarious. Like, this lady just got so mad, bro. She got so mad at us. She, like, was sitting in her car, like, fuming, like, drove past us, like, put the window down, was, like, scowling. She's ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's, like, when do you not, when do you not wear one? When does everyone stop wearing them? Will we always be wearing them forever? I hope no matter, not, dude. No matter what store you go into forever, will you have to put on a mask, like, weird i hope not man it it it's kind of like being on social media all the time like when people can't see your face they get a little bit more ballsy with what they think they can say or get away with like can't see expressions like they i don't know it's weird like people are different or like interacting with people is different now yeah people are held to a standard like it's not necessarily a higher standard but it's like people are held to a different standard and i was talking about this earlier um with some buddies about how 
like right now is a super turbulent time and a lot of people are posting really important information about the Black Lives Matter movement and what's going on currently um, within the United States. Uh, and, th and this, is, and th this is information that uh, sometimes isn't, like you literally can't get from, the, from media outlets. And that's, yeah. that's the power of, like, of Instagram and, and sharing videos quickly uh, that you can, you can show what really happened very yeah. very quickly um, but people are this happens a lot and I'm not gonna pinpoint it on what's going on right now but a lot of the time people will get mad at other people for not showing the same support on their online accounts um, for movements and or, and just in general like you know you need to there's certain things that people like people don't respect you or they, they start to dislike you after you they see that you don't post anything or you do post something during you know certain events and um and i'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing because i i'm not really sure how i feel about it yet because it personally it's it's like it's not something that i care about personally it's not yeah. something that i take into account when i when i interact with people um you know what they posted unless what they posted was some really silly you know dumb shit yeah uh that either they shouldn't have posted or it's completely inappropriate uh that rarely happens and so what i'm trying to say is like there's this weird dichotomy and um and social media and being online and interacting with people online more often than in person is driving this and i think that it's not healthy <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. No, I don't think so. I don't think it is either. Well, I don't. I don't think like the idea that you, because I feel that pressure too, like to post. Like, so today's Tuesday. We're recording this on Tuesday, and it's Blackout Tuesday, and so everyone's posting all these. Just it's just a black screen to Instagram, and you know the one thing that's kind of cool like for me I don't know if anyone else does this but anytime I see a video like I never read comments for anything <laughs> I never read comments for YouTube videos or for Instagram posts but I also don't usually read captions on videos especially when there's stuff like what's currently going on going on and it's weird because I get a totally different view of it because I'm just looking at it for the content and I'm not looking at it from what the point that these people are trying to post for it. And so a lot of it is honestly kind of funny, but a lot of it is also, you know, you can see it's so blatantly obvious what's fucked up, but I, I'm not just going to conform. Like I'm not a sheep. I'm not just going to conform to what everyone else is doing just because they're telling me to do it. Like no one has explained anything. No one has made no one has made an effort to to explain any of this stuff it's just one organization puts something out and it's you know a, a a power play for a social justice movement and then everyone else feels so inclined to do it and do you know whose job it is to to kind of decode those things it's the president's that's that's what those online 
or not on, online, but those on-camera, addressing the camera moments are. That's what the presidency is for, is to, this person is supposed to lead us, and they're yeah. supposed to make clear, like, they're supposed to make what is unclear, clear, or as clear as is reasonable, I would say. That's my, that's my outside perspective. Yeah. And, and we don't, like, we're in a time, we're currently, we currently have a, pre a president who doesn't do that in the slightest. He actually does the opposite. Um, he yeah, actually he adds fuel instigator. to the fire. Yeah. And, and, and it's hard to know what his motives are except for the fact that it's generally destructive. Um, yeah, it is, his motives are purely personal, personal gain. Right. Anything that can get him out of stuff. But it's weird, though, because one thing that I've noticed, he's, you know, I will not call this guy a smart man at all. Like, I just, I just do not see anything he does as smart. But there's definitely he he's he's playing this as a game of chess and like he knows what's gonna happen two months three months down the line from what he does and he doesn't seem to care whether that's good or not for the people but he does he is aware of the the whether or not you want to call that long-term or short-term consequences like he is aware of them he is totally aware of them he does this shit on purpose i don't definitely don't think that's right but i do see that and i it's weird because you never really get to go or got to see that before it always felt like you know when presidents or leaders do something they're addressing the current they were being situation, presidential the current climate yeah they were being yeah like Obama did that. Even Bush did that. So he put that that presidential air on it, mm -hmm. and we don't. We're not getting any of that from Trump. He's actually much more of a dictator. For sure. I'm really frustrated. I'm feeling. I don't feel lost necessarily, but I don't feel a lot of control because of what because of everything that's going on uh, and I'm like I'm working through like you know how to gain that control back as it were um, it's, it's, fucked, it's fucked up time man it's weird it's a hard bro. time to be coming into this like the adult life yep the all of this like, I'm actually paying... This is the first year I've really paid... Well, this is the first... Probably second year, maybe. Um, I've started really paying attention to politics. And that's super strange because of everything that's going on. And yeah. Then you look into the history of politics and it's you kind of realize that, yes, there's it's been real, real fucking crazy, but it's never been this, it's, this man-child, this oversized man-child with a... With Twitter at his fingers. Yeah, this is not normal. It's it's not normal. Um, One thing that mm. I have posted, I have commented on a couple posts, and like I said, I don't read comments. Like, if I feel inclined 
to comment on something, it's, it's generally because I think whatever I'm saying is kind of funny. Like, it made me laugh. <laughs> so I just figured I'll just throw this shit out there. And I saw this one video, this riot video of uh, these cops, like, trying to beat up these protesters. Like, it's just a brutal video. And then um, all these protesters just fucking dogpiled <laughs> on these cops, bro. It was insane, man. And I just commented... This is how you catch the COVID, <laughs> and I got a, like it. I got a lot. It was the number one comment. It got a bunch of likes, and like people started replying to it. And I had to, I had to like turn the notifications off, because people were getting like, some people were getting kind of pissed off about it, but some people just thought it was kind of funny. Like they saw the irony, and um, I f- totally forgot where I was going with that, but. But yeah, it's definitely this is a whole different. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's right. Cause I had commented, so I commented that on that one, and then there was another one that was kind of similar, um, and oh, it was like the Antifa protesters, how they're like paying people to basically like riot harder, and um, I commented on that, and I said, uh, there's, it's not a new game, it's just new players. Like, welcome to the arena. And people did not like that one. <laughs> but that's what it is, man. Like, it's not that any of this is new. It's just that it's kind of blown up in a totally different way. And the strangest, what I find to be the strangest part about it all is as, as, as much as it's always gone on, and as much as it has for sure changed, it's changed because of the way that we live our life and the technology that we have and the way we pay attention to certain online media centers. And, Are and you talking about systemic racism? Is that what no, you're... No, no, I'm just like talking you... about... I'm just talking about all of this wacky shit that's going on in America right now. Just all of it in a well, large but what, sum. what wacky shit because there's not there's like yeah what wacky shit just all of it the way the president acts the the I mean what is always seems I, I what seems de- to be I forgotten I want to define it because it could come off as you taking the Black Lives Matter movement very unseriously I just wanted to clarify uh, well, what you were saying. So, well, here's the thing about that. <laughs> Again, like, it's not a new game. There's nothing new happening here. It's just the way that it's being responded to. Like, I'm not saying... I am not taking a stance on any of it. Because, one, I haven't in the past either. Because... I don't think that it is really my place to say one way or another. Like, I, I feel like, of course, I am a human too. Like, I definitely believe and have always believed everyone should be treated equal as far as humans go and everyone should have equal opportunity and there's all kinds of things that we've talked about before that we or I at least believe would solve a lot of the issues that are going on and 
and one of them is all of the systemic racism but it's also important to realize that a lot of the systemic racism and like these charts like i'm seeing like straight up charts for words that get put out there that oh all of this is racist it's like but that's that's not true like that's not not everything that is being labeled as systemic racism right now is really systemic racism it's just people calling out differences and it's how you respond to those differences it's what you're what you're doing with your intentions like are you saying that someone is different and therefore they needed to be treated different then yes that's wrong but are you saying that someone like let's take a gay person for example like are you saying that a gay person is the same as a straight person like no they're not they're different so they need certain differences in their life and that's not wrong either and it's okay to talk about that and call that out too but just like but it's people in okay. wheelchairs like they need wheelchair accessible things that's not wrong either right but it's it's how you treat them yes it's what you do with your actions and your intentions right and when people are evil people they they are not caring they don't see other races as people they don't see them as equals they don't believe that they should have the same same options and opportunities as as everyone else and yeah i definitely think that that is fucked up but doesn't matter for me what is really going on in the world i'm still going to do what i'm doing which is try and make it a better place i'm still going to treat people equal and not hold prejudices and talk to people like face to face and have communication and I'm and when people tell me to do shit that's fucking retarded like run the same direction on the hike and bike trail like bro that is how you get COVID that's not how you prevent COVID you want to run in opposite directions you'll pass through the little cloud of six foot faster you don't want to be behind the person that's coughing and sneezing and sweating and spewing all their fucking gross shit on you like this is these are this is logic like we're it <laughs> cities are running into logistical issues how do you take dense populations and try and separate them when you can't actually separate anything or anybody like how are you going to make this work like that's a totally different issue and then all this riot stuff like this is a this is a city by city a state by state police issue this is not a government issue the the government needs to come in when when the laws are being made when people are being treated unequally for laws but when people are being treated unequally in your state and now you know it, again it's not that police brutality hasn't gone on it's gone on forever forever i mean jim crow is like the original and that shit was forever ago but the problem is that it hasn't gone away the problem is that no one's making progress and violence is often never the answer unless you're trying to defend yourself and the goal there should be to get to a safer place but here it's not to get to a safer place it's to instigate more argument that's not right that's not right either and you're talking about the looting and the... i'm talking about the looting and the rioting and have I you, mean, but we have, have you, that here. This is not Minneapolis. Right. 
What are you doing? You don't shit where you eat. Uh, correct. 100%. Ri like, rioting and looting is not the answer. Peaceful protests are the answer. Um, mass peaceful pro protests are even more the answer. Um, what, what do you think about all of this information that's come out about... Um, about the police doing a lot of the, the store looting and the damage and uh, private corporations hiring people to do those and the police departments buying up cheap bricks and leaving them in pallets uh, in, in the, like along the route of these demonstrations. Because um, I, part of me thinks that's extremely likely and the other part is skeptical. Like, I'm torn. Oh, but I, I really do think it's it's happened. Oh, yeah. No, I totally... I mean, whether or not it's the organizations that are being blamed for it actually doing it, it is happening. Like, that shit is there. There are pallets there. People are people are planting things to so people can riot harder, so people can cause more damage. But It's not the people that are there for the peace protests. Right, right. And, and the people, I mean... I saw this video yesterday where this dude, I mean, right or wrong, this is what happened. This is what was in the video, so this is what happened. I don't know anything before or after, but this guy, and this is, this is downtown Austin. This is, this is UT Kids on uh, the service road of 35 and 6th Street. They have the whole thing closed in front of the courthouse, and there's just fucking... Wait, tons of like 35 and 6 yeah well it's a little bit seven? it's a little bit yeah it's a, probably like 7 that's where the, the where the courthouse is in the police department yeah, yeah it's right there and so like they're you know they're uh, uh, petitioning in front and, and yelling at cops telling them they don't care about black lives and stuff and it's, one we don't have that big of a problem with it here in Austin like we're very lucky where we live it's important that people remember that. It's, we don't have this same kind of problem. Is there police brutality? Yes. Is there still racism within the Austin Police Department? For sure. And I know people that have had, that, had, have had issues with the police because of the color of their skin. Yes, for sure. But it's also not the rest of Texas. Like, that's not, we're we not living in, in, you know, Houston, Dallas suburbs. We're, uh, we're not living in, in, in El Paso, where these things, like, they're bad. Like, they're what we're seeing in Minneapolis right now. Like, this, this happens a lot more often than it gets caught on camera, and, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. And now there is a thing that we can do about it, but the, but the answer is not where people are going. But I think, so anyway, so what happened in this video this this white kid is white male is uh blonde hair um he's got this white shirt on that says trump and of course he's just trying to instigate shit like i don't again i don't know if he believes that or not but i'm sure the goal was oh hey let's wear this and see what happens we'll catch it on film put it on instagram it'll go viral and so he he's he's walking around the video cuts in and his buddy's like Go back, go back over there, go walk through there. And so he's like, you know, 
clearly they you know something had happened right before they started the video and he didn't want to go over there but he turns his ass around he goes walks over and dude people are throwing water bottles at him and some bitch runs up behind him and just dumps water on him and they're um, they're throwing all kinds of stuff and just insulting him this lady walks up and spits in his face it's like what are you doing you're part of the problem yes a hundred percent one that's how you spread covid for sure for damn sure <laughs> you should be charged with something yes that is also physical assault everything that just happened to that kid and and verbal assault is also still illegal as far as I'm aware. Well, we take it quite seriously in this country, for sure. Maybe not as seriously as other parts of the country in this, this town. I'd say it's, we're pretty liberal in the way we interact verbally with people. Um, yeah. People aren't super conservative, PC. rather. Um, but very PC, you said? It depends what part of town, you know, as with everywhere. Um, where was I going with that? I don't remember. It's all oh, good. Well, I was, all good. I was telling you about the the video and like this kid wearing this Trump shirt and he's getting just oh. Well, the, the solution to that, like, guys, people, me, ugh, anger. What are you going to do with that anger, man? People need an outlet. We need a fucking outlet. And right now, people have been cooped up in their houses for God knows how long. They just, this fucking atrocity goes down, and everyone goes ape shit. And I, I don't know what to say to it. I don't have, I have words of encouragement, but I do not have a solution. I do not have a way through this. One, I One thing keeps popping to my mind. What's up? This is like the real life purge. Like, if there was going to be a way where that started... Like, this is how it starts. 100%. Like, this, you, you get everyone really annoyed. You, first, you separate everyone. You, you give them all masks so no one knows who each other is. Then you instigate some violence. Something out of the movie. Yeah, and then you get a bunch of protesters together when they know that they're not supposed to be together. Yeah. And then you see what happens. And this is what happens. Like, if you were to write it down as a story... If you were to make a movie out of it, all of this shit's predictable. <laughs> this is, if, if, you, if you do, if you add two to this number, you're going to get this number. Like, it's still going to be two units more. It doesn't matter what you added it to. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's the same shit, man. It's, all of this is the same game with different characters. I was trying to explain some of that like thought process to my dad last night he kind of was getting all in my face about it and he was telling me that um he was telling me uh we were talking specifically about how a lot of the the pre pretty much every single pre-existing condition that makes you likely to die from covid is um is almost 100% preventable with proper health and nutrition. Like, if you just take your health and your life seriously, then you're likely going to be fine. But you're also not going to have any of those pre-existing conditions. Like, heart disease is 100% preventable, barring those who are born with certain, you know, debilitating issues. 
that's not something you can plan for or prevent, but the things you can are the late onset of it, the people getting all this, all these issues later on in life. Like, there's a reason why it's the older people that are dying from these things with these pre-existing conditions. It, and, and the, the death, the death, like the average age of death is, is older than, that is older than your average death um, from normal, from like yeah. natural death. Yeah. That, natural that. causes rather. Yeah. And that's the, what's crazy about the it. The average death of COVID is, is higher than the average death of humans, yes. But the facts are important. Or Americans. If, if you know the facts, then you kind of, and you can accept the facts, which is also part of it. Um, because nowadays For people sure. definitely don't accept all facts or the facts that you know facts they want to and yeah. not the ones that they don't um uh let's let's change it from all this negative shit man i'm over it i yeah, i rode to san marcus this morning with tc and devin and it was super cool, oh, man. TC was there? TC was there. Damn, man, he's fast. <laughs> yeah, we averaged like 20 miles an hour going out. And, yeah, uh, I believe that. It was a good ride, man. Um, it's the longest ride I've done probably this year, which is weird because I usually do. I, f I feel like such an old man because I was... Because I've... I feel like I've put my racing... like part of my racing my cycling racing days behind me mm. and then and so and so when I go on rides it's like you know it's I'm there to have fun I don't mm -hmm. there's zero interest in mm -hmm. in trying to PR or do any of like the training things yeah. or like you know I'm gonna I need to stay on the front for this long if I yeah. feel bad I just you know take a break I'm yeah well I'll meet you all at the store like wait for me yeah, I'm cool with that now, and so it was interesting riding with TC. That's a quite an experienced rider, and then Devin, who's literally today the longest ride he had done before today was 35 miles <laughs> roughly, and Ball. we had already done 41 when we got to San Marcos, uh, and you know obviously we have to turn right around and mm -hmm. come back. So how did he, he did? He did 80. Um, he was. Uh, he didn't, he didn't say anything, man. He was, he like, we got into the first store, uh, before San Marcos, or like in San Marcos, but like you can't really see yeah. any of the, any of the towns, like maybe yeah, yeah. a mile in. Yeah, it's like city limits. Um, exactly. And, and that's where he asked, are we there yet? And I was, and it's, it was cool because like, like TC made a big deal about it, about how he waited, like he didn't ask, like he... You know, he doesn't, he's never been on a long road ride, and, and so he didn't really know what to, what to expect. He was committed, though, and so he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, like, waiting to get there, necessarily. He was along for the ride. Yeah. And that was super interesting to see as someone who's been through that. Um, it was a very, like, like a, like a teachable moment, rather. Yeah. Um. And so that was that was interesting for me, to kind of be able to like, not be a mentor because I'm not, I'm not like I'm not that, um, but just to have more experience than than someone else and to go through the same like 
thing as them physically yeah. or just you know we were you know we were on the bike pretty next to it next to each other for almost five hours the better part of five hours today and and so that was that was really interesting and then it was cool to to kind of see where my limits were compared to because I've done that that route several times a lot of times rather and uh on on a road bike and like you know taking it very seriously with mm -hmm. riders who are very fast and who take it seriously as well um but it was it was so different today and we got out there and uh we chilled and everyone took like a 10 minute nap at hell this, yeah uh, at this table and we were all kind of wiped and we went down to the water and got in and um such a nice break from everything that's going on because we didn't like interact with anyone during it like we yeah. stopped at one store and filled water but um or two stores rather it was such a nice break and i got to like i got to that because it rained on us twice and i got to that point on the way back because i was hurting a bit mm -hmm. um on our on the way back i was a little under biked i would say yeah um, or over biked rather and um and I'm hurting on the way back, and it starts raining, and went like I was too tired to to stay far back from them to not catch the draft. So I had to stay on the wheel. But when it's wet, the the water just gets up in your face. It, the tires yep. just throw it up in your face. Yeah. And so and I've been there before where you like I can't see. Like it's hard to see because I wasn't wearing glasses, so it's like. You know, I'm half blinded. All I can see is this teeny little tire in front of me. I'm trying to keep that. I'm trying to keep my tire from running into his. And the the main sensory feedback from everything was the pain in my legs. Mm -hmm. And there was almost nothing else because there was really no noise. It was just the drone of, you know, your tires in the wet in the like, you know, the hydroplaned road mm -hmm. and. And I just hated life. I hated life for like 10 minutes there. Mm -hmm. And it was so nice to just get back there and and like come out on the other side of that. Um, and remember that I used to do that every day or like, you know, five days a week. And just just to put you put yourself through that is such a, it's such an informative experience because you really like, you see who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you, like you get to see who you are because you, you can either push yourself really far and you can always feel when you could have pushed yourself further or at least for me I can yeah and so to be and last time I like I went for a really hard ride out to San Marcos I took it very seriously and so I wouldn't let myself I wouldn't let myself go easy when I was hurting and I wanted to stop I would force myself to go harder and at the end of the ride I was completely empty um, every time I would you know I'd I'd have to sit down in the shower and things like I was done usually yeah the rest of the day was gonna be me on the couch and uh, I don't know it was just great it was, it was really good I wish you had been there man it was fucking yeah, awesome yeah man I, dude I can't wait to get this bike cause I would that, that that's gonna be fun it's really nice to go on a long ride that's what Devin was saying because yeah. he usually mountain bikes, so his hour his rides are like two hours max. At, you know, that's a really long ride on yeah. a mountain bike, and and 
and he like he kind of understood a little bit more of that like getting into the groove and finding that cadence yeah. and you just settle in yeah and you're like all right well you know i'm i'm i have a place to go i have this destination mm -hmm. and all the only thing between me and there is just all this pedaling and so you have to get it yeah, done and you have exactly and you it's like it how fast do i care to do this right now right yeah how hard do i want to go how much do i want to suffer totally do i care yeah. if i take all day the cool i i totally i i love that too and i love that i know exactly what you because i hate riding in the rain personally like i hate it and so when i'm riding and it's raining and i'm hurting and like literally everything is like the on. worst thing that could be going yeah. on uh -huh. it's like yeah man it's it's just that that feeling of wanting to quit but it's also like i've got no one but myself to rely on right now and i'm not gonna let myself down like that's like yeah that's a cool thing to overcome because i've been on that i've been on the other side of that too where you do decide to stop Yep. And you feel good after you've rested, but yep. at the same time you're still where you were uh -huh. when you stopped. Uh -huh. And it's this frustration it's, between yeah. feeling better physically, but feeling worse mentally about not being as far as you could be. Yeah. And yep. that's like a universal thing that you can, it's a lesson that you can take to all aspects of life as a metaphor, but Hell you have yes. to translate it through this physical experience into this metaphysical idea yeah. that translates over to Never Not Climbing which is plug for, for my podcast and everything that I do Never Not Climbing but it's also where I came up with the idea for NNC yeah. you know I, like, I started riding bikes really hard That's, I probably took riding bikes more seriously than I did soccer after I transitioned yeah. sports and so I learned all these like really intricate crazy ideas about pushing yourself but also pushing like like learning what it means to set a goal and what it means to complete those goals uh physically and metaf metaphysically i think that's the right word or Met metaphorically metaf no like metaphysically like okay bringing an, an idea into frui fruition and okay okay turning it into a business or a product or a thing that you build or what have you you know yeah. piece of art uh, like you don't you don't get there and without putting in the work and pedaling your ass out there yeah and then pedaling your ass back and no one's going to congratulate you until you're at the very top yep. like that's another thing that you get from cycling like yeah you're like you know you win a local race people are going to cheer but they were going to be cheering no matter who was who was winning yep same thing at professional races but those people are there to see you motherfuckers yep for amateur races those people are coming to see their whoever you know they know who's racing yeah and same thing with whatever you want to do you bring a business into into fruition you like you're not going to be selling to you know someone in thailand until you sell products to your friends yep yep because if you sell something to your friend it's a good fucking either it's a shit product and you're a shit friend or it's a really good product and you're and that's a good friend yeah and you're a good friend yeah it's funny yeah that's very true man but yeah i i, I don't know i'm like 
I just I felt like I got in that groove today and I'm, like we started this kind of recording with like all this kind of negative shit but well but that's the world we live in man it, yeah and I'm not and so, like I know that someone would definitely get mad at me if they had heard that I was doing all like if they if I had enjoyed myself today I know that someone had an issue with would have an issue if they knew I went out and enjoyed myself today because of everything that's going on. Sure. And I don't know how to respond to that because, yeah, I don't know how to respond you to don't that. don't respond to it. I don't. You don't. I guess it, not. That's, 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 it's silly of me to have thought of it, ha, have no, taken it's, that into It's, in, it's in unrealistic for you to have thought about it because that that is the reality. That's the reality of the situation. But that's, and that's Misery also what we're loves talking company, about. but nobody wants right. to admit it. And like yeah. nobody fully understands what that means mm. either. It's like, no, if I break my leg, no, I'm not gonna, I, I don't wish for you to break your leg either. It's, I broke my leg and I'm in a tremendous amount of pain. I don't want to see you cheery right now. Like, <laughs> that's what it means. And, mm. and that's not, that's a human thing. It's, it's people seeking sympathy. It's a it's a human thing it's to want to know thing. that you're not alone, mm. and that your 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 suffering is not looked over. One hundred percent. That that's what's happening with everything right now. All of these feelings and emotions that everybody is going through, and everything that people are trying to figure out and change their way that their life is going, and they don't have money for things they used to at least be able to squeak by on and now they just don't even have a job and and it's like yeah and like now all this racism stuff is coming up again it's not like it's new it's not like it hasn't been there before but it's just bad timing it's also amplified that's something because you of learn the, the technology that's something you learn a hell of vividly from sports sometimes you have a bad day Sometimes your recovery just wasn't right. Sometimes your nutrition just wasn't right. Sometimes you ate something that you shouldn't have eaten. Mm. And your day is fucked up because of it. And no, you're not really looking for tons of enjoyment from other people on those days either. But hopefully if you're a good person, you're also not wishing bad things on other people. Right. But that's something that you learn. You, you have to learn that. And I just don't know... I have said this before, and I still firmly believe it. People have an issue in that they don't do enough physical activity at high enough intensities for enough years. And learn about life when well, you do that. They, you totally do. And in order to to take the initiative to generally bring that into being a big part of your life there's like that's not a simple process in today's society it's not like those values are not things that are easily come by like it's not something that your average parent is going to instill in you mm -hmm. not not yet at least and and so it's like if you're going to commit to doing that take the time yeah for sure it's totally worth it you know, it, and it, it never ends. Like it, you want something to work on for a long time. Like you want something that's that's really good for you and that's gonna bring you a lot of accomplishment. That's what it, it is. If you want something to work on for a long time, your health should be number one. 
and yourself. Y yes. Yeah. Y y and well, that is that is your health, right? Mental health, physical health, like it's all rolled into one. It is. And you'll learn about it as you go, and and being a, a, an educator for that particular topic is so enlightening in so many different ways because I get to see kids and their parents like start to realize like what life could be like and is like if they just gave it a little bit more effort they give this one particular thing a little bit more effort you eradicate so many issues so many things that you used to worry about are just totally gone the I, I definitely bring her up a lot in this, but my girlfriend is the best example of, of, you know, because you always get that argument of like, well, you know, you live in a first world country, like that's a luxury you get to have for sure. I tell that to all of my clients. You should, this is not something you have to do. This is something that you get to do. We live in a place, in a society, in a, in a country where you have the ability to worry about eating too much and exercising too little. That's a, that's a privilege. Talk about privilege. That's something every single person in this country has a privilege for. But I'm not hearing that talk about right now. It's just racial privilege. Well, what about, what about life privilege? Where is that gone? That's the bigger argument with all of this. That's why people are being treated unfairly because they're being treated unfairly. It, 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 if you solve one problem, you know, you'll solve another. You work from the ground up in physical therapy. You, you start with people's feet, and even if they have a shoulder pain, you start with people's feet, you look at how they're standing, you move up, like, do they have ankle mobility? Do they have knee mobility, knee flexibility? Are they, are they strong enough to like carry their own body weight? You move up from there, you look at their back, you look at their hips, you look at their core, and, and chances are, you know, if, they're, if they have left shoulder pain, but their right knee is a little bit immobile if you get their right knee moving properly before you even address their shoulder their shoulder might just fucking clear up lower back pain people get a lot of upper pain like shoulder pain neck pain because their lower back is weak and it's not just the lower back it has more to do with the core these are the same kind of issues right you solve something at a at the root and, and you, you solve the rest. And again, so like going to what I was saying, my girlfriend is a great example because she comes from Cuba. And she lived there until she was 11, almost 12. And like it was just a few days before her 12th birthday that they moved here. So she lived there long, like, like long enough to, to remember it, know what it was like, and really, really have lived there, experienced that culture and grown up there. And she loves running and it's something her family and her culture just don't understand i mean soccer's big there but baseball is bigger and when they like going on a run in cuba that's unheard of bro fucking unheard of she literally has people in the cuban government every time she goes she tells me these stories like she gets followed like because cuba's like that right it's a dictatorship like if you're doing something out of the norm like you got eyes on you and she's, she knows that. She's aware of that. She'll go running through the streets in Cuba when they visit. And, and she'll tell me these stories of people, like, watching her. And she'll, she did a 13-mile run, a 12-mile run, sorry. She did a 12-mile run. And she can't even tell anybody because she has nobody to tell. She tells her family. And literally, they're like, 
you're just gonna waste away. Why are you running? You're gonna get too thin and just die. Like that's the support she gets. Comes back to education. For sure. And and you know, her and I talk about it all the time. Like her family is starting to end up like my family. They're just not you know, they're not taking their health seriously, they're not eating right, they're, there's and there's things that we can fix. And her and I talk about all the time, she gets really frustrated, you know, she gets really frustrated. It's hard when you look at your family and you can see the problems that are there and you're trying to help them and they're just not listening, they're not doing it. It's like, I have the answers for you. I'm giving you the cheat sheet. It's right here. Just, just do this thing. Yes, it takes effort, it takes energy. I get it. You think you don't have it, but when you start doing it, you'll find that you do. And everything else will get easier. You'll have more energy for this thing because you'll stop using so much for everything else. Like, it, it's so weird to watch that. Like, I'm very, I, I feel very lucky that I have the girlfriend that I do, but that she's from where she is because I learned so much about, like, I understand a little bit more of where people are coming from, from all the, the protesting and the riots. But I also just don't think that is the answer. That is not the right way of going about it. That is not the right way of doing it. People in Cuba, they, they're not allowed to speak up against anything. But they definitely have their ways of going about and making change. And it's subtle change and it's slow and it takes forever. But that's the world we live in. It's not, it's not instant gratification. You don't go work out for a month and get your beach bod for summer. That's not how it works. You spend years. If you if you gain 20 pounds over six months, you gotta work that 20 pounds off for two years. It's a it's like, you know, just to just to break even for what you gain, it's like twice as long to do that. It it's it's weird, man. Like there's so many things you can learn from sports, but and just from athletics at a high intensity. It doesn't have to be competition-based. Just a high intensity. You can learn so much about life. And not enough people do it. And I think we're seeing that. We're seeing what happens when people don't know about themselves enough. And what it takes to actually accomplish things in the real world. Like you said. You know, you got to work on yourself. You have to work on yourself. Yourself is the number one thing. And if you're not doing that, you can't really expect to go make change in the world you haven't made the change in yourself that you have to do first I love everything you just said um, I want to end it on that okay. thanks brother yeah bro